Hello and welcome back to the Sportsbet Greyhound Racing Podcast. We're back for a second week. We chucked out a few winners, uh, few winners last week, and of course, um, you know, we're back to go again. I'm your host Patrick Gushag, and I'm here with uh, Two Gun uh, Sportsbet Greyhound Racing Traders Squirrel. Welcome, mate. Thank you, Pat. And Gunner, of course, great to have you back. Hi, Pat. Thank you, mate. Very good. Now, the pleasure is mine to have you here again, boys. Um, Saturday night was an absolute spectacle over there in the, in the cool, misty air of Cannington. Um, you know, what, what were you boys up to on Saturday? Did you bunker down on the couch or, you know, did you watch it from the pub? Where, where did you where did you watch them go around? No, I was in here at the coalface, Paddy. The coalface, uh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, watching all the favourites salute and go around as losers in the book. So yep. uh, well, well done to the punters on Saturday night. They certainly got us... Fantastic win, a win for the good guy. Screw, how about you? Yeah, mate? I watched a bit of the AFL, and then as soon as Cannington started, I flicked over and um, yeah, watched the procession of favourites rolling. Fantastic. Roll in. Fantastic. Well, I, I, as I said to you boys off air, I sort of time my time my run home. I was out during the day and bunkered down on the couch from about ten till midnight, and then uh, you know I, I, I saw those winners salute, and it was fantastic to watch, boys. Let's recap last week. We, we have mentioned that you know the favourites did. Um, you know, take most of the uh, take most of the chocolates. But if we go sort of a, a little race by race, can we stop sort of mentioning up? chocolates and dogs? They're not actually allowed to eat chocolate. That, I'm sure there's some that's, dog, that's dogs a, out there that have got the sweats every a, time we mention chocolate. It's a natural sort of thing to say. You know, you take the chocolates. <laughs> we, we've got to find something else. So take the treats. Take the take the doggy biscuits. Those I, poor I dogs. don't know. But but you're right. You know, I've, I've got a dog at home, and the last thing I'm be feeding would be chocolate. So <laughs> yeah. we won't be uh, won't be giving the chocolates. We'll give it the dog treats instead. Boys, race one, obviously, uh, was the first of the um, Galaxy Hates for, for the stage, 715 metres. Moment to jive. You boys were bullish on this one, um, and, and, it, and it didn't let us down, did it? Gunner was definitely bullish on that one. I, I had my doubts, but um, when she got to the lead, uh, yeah, never really looked in doubt. So, um, yeah, she, she was impressive. Gunner, anything to add, mate? No, she just did, did what she... Does uh, most races on her home deck. Uh, yeah, Simon said she hits the front. And, uh, yeah, she's hard to beat. So uh, she just did what she had to do. Professional little dog. Fantastic stuff, mate. Boys, race two, Rip and Sam. Again, you boys very bullish on this one. And it, and it just, you know, left everything in its wake and, and, and flew home to, uh, you know, absolutely smoke them. So... Boys, what do we think? Margin, margin of you know nine, it, nine or so it, lengths. So. Ab- yeah, <laughs> absolutely bolted in um, as expected. I think uh, if the punters didn't know the dog, they probably thought they were in a bit of trouble early on. But mm. um, for those that yeah, big fans of Sam, he um, yeah, he did as is did as expected. Yep, his uh, his namesake, Rip and Sam, and as I said, they're going nine and a half lengths was the official nine point two five the official. Uh, Winning margin, and that's the long way. That is the length of the Kennedy <laughs> yeah. Straight, as they, as they say in folklore over in the West, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Boys, race three. Um, this was the third heat of. Yes, I'm correct. The third heat of the um, of the Galaxy. Quick Jagger got this one at starting price of a dollar seventy. Again, another just procession. Um, got here eight point two five uh, lengths as the official margin. So, yep. Another big, another big victory. Um, Simon keeping from memory got a bit too far back, flew home, but mm. it was all she wrote after Quick Jagger put it um, that amount of lengths on him. Yeah, well, yep. if you if you've sort of multied up those three fa- three favourites in the first uh, three races, you, you're walking home with a nice little uh, bunce in there, aren't you, boys? <laughs> you are. Race four, lads. We uh, we get to the, the the Perth Cup heats. You know, we, we, we're touching on this one now. The winner of this one was uh, Come On Emily, and the first time the bookies sort of you know got to breathe a little bit. It was a nine dollar chance chance with us. The two favourites, sort of Astrozone and Fernando Express, getting getting beaten. How did you guys see this race? 
Uh, in, my, in my opinion, uh, she got uh, too big in the market, close to the jump. For a dog that you know that's going to be near the lead, uh, it did look like it, she was a possibility of, of being run down late by uh, Astro's own or, or so, something else from in behind. Um, but yeah, as I said, just got out to almost double figures uh, at, at the jump, which was which was too big a price for for one that I thought might lead and and have a chance of holding on. But uh, the uh, it goes up again in the final. Beautiful. And just as the punters, uh, sorry, the bookies started to think they were starting to flex their muscle again. Another favourite came through um, by the name of Striker Light. Ran in the, the Easter egg. They um, did uh, just beat in the Easter just egg. Just pipped and um, went over west and and showed them too good. Yeah, Gunner was probably uh, throwing the toys out of the pram at this stage. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I really liked her. I, I, as I said in the podcast last week, couldn't really find anything to, to beat her in that race. Uh, slingshot Gypsy and, and, and her lead, uh, which we thought was going to happen, but uh, also knew that Striker would be too strong for it um, down the back straight and through to the finish line, and that turned out to be the case. Uh, great call. We were very keen on uh, Uphill Jill and Benelli, of course, last week. And they stepped up right to the plate and uh, exacted that, uh, sorry, Quinella that in the opposite order to, to avoid confusion. Uphill Jill won. Benelli came second. So Benelli has won his spot as a reserve into the uh, into the Perth Cup. Uh, but Uphill Jill, I think, is going to run favourite after after last week's heat. Yeah, it'll be, she'll be close to the favourite. Uh, she's got all the runs on the board, uh, particularly in these big finals. So... Uh, we'll, we won't preempt the tips just yet. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll leave, leave the punters and the podcast li- listeners hanging on there. But uh, if Benali doesn't take its spot in the Perth Cup, it has drawn box one in the Perth Cup consolation. Um, didn't disgrace itself last week. So if you like it from box one, I, I couldn't tell you not to not to back it in the consolation on Saturday night. Well said, boys. Race uh, race seven um, last week. Trooper Trooper Manelli. I uh, got the chocolates. At two, another two dollar pop. Uh, they're just coming out of our ears here, aren't they? Um, <laughs> a real great night for the punters. Um, we won't sort of go into too much more. Um, Alpha Georgia obviously saluting at three dollars seventy. Another favourite just by a neck. Uh, and then the final heat. Sorry, the second last or final one. I think was that the final heat. Max well, profit. Well, or? nonetheless, it was it was West on Augie. Oh, sorry, um, Augie. Yeah. Nine point two five legs. I, I was watching it. Even gave me the. Uh, the, the urge to, to get on Twitter and tweet you two boys with a photo saying it's like stealing candy off a baby, isn't it? Because it was just scary stuff. Absolutely yeah, you had, uh, you had, sorry, Black Bombshell, and that was the last heat, yeah. um, getting through to take the last place in the final. But, yeah, Augie, superstar. Of course, after Hecton Bale, of course, uh, got through. Obviously, fellas, we've got the Group 1 uh, Perth Galaxy over 715 metres for the stayers at Cannington on Saturday night. Um, it's a very exciting field, Squirrel. What, is, what, what pokes out for you, mate? It's very exciting. Obviously, we we want the best dogs to take their place um, in the final, and Rip and Sam didn't let us down, so he will start uh, around the even money mark. Um, I, I think he's $1.95 or thereabouts at the moment. I think he might drift a little bit, but um, good to see him um, take his place. Um, that, but, yeah, it's, it's a cracking field, and... Um, he's drawn a bit awkwardly, so it's not like he's going to get to all his own way. So, um, yeah, sh- should be a great contest. Gunner, do you uh, give a moment to jive? Any uh, any chance here? Absolutely. The the three dogs that look like leading are many on corner from the one. Moment to jive in six and Quick Jagger in the eight. Quick Jagger's a railer, but he's he's shown over the longer trips. He, he's a good enough beginner to overcome the wide draw. So I expect those three 
to be leading into the bend. Uh, Mooney on corner dropped out really quickly last week, so I think these two will take over. In recent meetings between Moments of Jive and Quick Jagger, each time Moments of Jive's got the rail, Quick Jagger's found it really difficult to get past there. But it looked like Quick Jagger was at 100% last week. His run home time was much better than in, in recent meetings between those two. So Rip and Sam's going to have to be on his best behaviour on, on Saturday night to catch these. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, discrediting Rip and Sam's chances at all, but I, I think the margin will be less than a length in this. I think it be charging home with those two dogs out in front. It's going to be a really close finish. That's, that's my prediction. Ripping stuff. Cool. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I had the leaders pretty much exactly the same. Um, I thought Quick Jagger probably would get across um, and it was his to lose if he if he got on the bunny. Um, Rip and Sam will be the one charging home and just whether he gets held up behind the slower dogs. But, uh, yeah, I couldn't really split those two, Quick Jagger and Rip and Sam. So... Yeah, it's a mouth-watering contest. Yeah, bit of a bit of a question without notice here, mate. Rip and Sam running from that from that blue squeeze box. How, how does he sort of stack up in that uh, from that box and his history? Well, he will he will probably miss a lot of the trouble early. It's just he's going to have six or seven dogs to pass rather than a quick jagger who will be on the bunny or moment to jive who might be you know first or second um, going around the first corner. So it's just whether um, he is a very smart field dog, but if you do get trapped behind these slower dogs. It costs you lengths at the end of the um, at end of the day, so he wouldn't want to be stuck behind, um, like you know, the fifty-one dollars shorter. I think uh, beryllium. beryllium or something like that. Boy. If you get stuck behind that dog for too oh. long, it's going to cost you. Punter's nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, it gets you every time. Lads, can I have a tip for the uh, for the galaxy? What yeah, are, what do we like? We've, we've sort of dissected it, but what deep down, what do we like? I, I found it difficult to split moments of jive and, and quick jagger. But we are doing a podcast trying to tip the punters into something. So I'll, I'll stick with Moments of Jive. I, I think that that she'll get the rail and the advantage. And, and as I said earlier, Quick Jagger has found it a little bit difficult to run past her in recent meetings between those two. But um, if you want to back Quick Jagger or Rip and Sam, I couldn't talk you out of either of those two. I, I don't really see any other dog winning this race outside of those three. And Screw? Yeah, I had uh, it Rip and Sam on top, then Quick Jagger, then Moment Jive. So at the current prices, I'll have to go for Quick Jagger. Yeah, I'm going to throw something a, a little bit sort of left to send out here. Is, could the weather play any sort of part in Cannington on, on Saturday night? I mean, last week was relatively clean conditions. You know, if, say, it starts bucketing down and a bit of a wet track, what what can that can that throw anything up? Yeah, I've just looked at the, uh, the bomb app yep. uh, on the way down here, and it is... There's thunderstorms predicted, so oh, well, it could we it could well be a very wet track. Um, get on for come, come, um, <laughs> come race five. Yeah. Um, so that generally does like there's all sorts of theories with dogs. Like on horses, it um it you know it does have a, a huge effect, but on dogs it isn't as much of an effect. But it generally does suit the run on run on dogs because the races run over a bit longer and it's a yeah. bit harder on on the legs, but. Yeah, so Rip and Sam in the wet maybe, but uh, Quick Jagger if I'm it's a fast track. I must ask, we've got obviously a two-gun gay out. Gay. I must ask, <laughs> obviously we've got two, <laughs> two um, gay, gay greyhound traders. <laughs> not, a, not that there's <laughs> anything wrong yeah. with that. Not at all. <laughs> a slip of the tongue. I must ask for all, for all the punters listening out there, do you do you two have any theories when it when it comes into the wet? Do you only like to stick to the one? Do you, do you, do you, do you like the eight to get across or, well, you know, for for the for the – 
you know, the people who don't sort of back on the dogs as often as you guys would, what any sort of advice when the, it comes to the The wet? two things that I'll say about wet tracks is that you've got you know what the distance is that they're that they're running over but when the tracks are bog if you think about running on concrete as opposed to going for a run on the sand and then you run over the same distance one's going to take more steps than the other mm. and it takes more out of your legs than the other so if you've got a dog that's already suspect at a particular distance and now the track is wet you effectively have to put in more steps to get there so if you if the lactic builds up quicker and you can't get the distance well then it's going to make it tougher to see the trip out and the other thing is is that like most uh, beings on earth we don't really like things being thrown in our face so wet sand being flicked back into a dog's face that's chasing behind another one uh, some, some like it and some don't but i wouldn't typically read too much into it form's already difficult enough to do without trying to predict where a dog's going to be having sand flicked back into its face <laughs> probably stick with if the dog is suspect at a particular distance and now it's wet it effectively has to take more steps to get there i would i would take that into account but i wouldn't read a huge amount into it overall so bottom line the class generally should prevail in the in the yes way. yep all right boys now we've got the perth cup now, this is a big one, 520 metres, sorry. Um, it's a big group one, as I said, um, and we have some genuine guns in this field. So I feel let, let, let's talk sort of runner by runner um, and then we'll come back with a tip um, and we'll go from there because this this one does look like the uh, the old proverbial throw the dart and see where we <laughs> land. <laughs> Number one, Trooper Manelli. Now, bit of an outsider with us currently 11 bucks. What do you boys think? Yeah, it's... Uh it's um, a very strong dog. Uh, it will be a little bit further back um, than it got in its heat. Um, so it will be coming late. Um, you know, it's not the worst in the field by any means. Um, I had it marked around the 8 or $9 mark. So, um, yeah, there's a little bit of value there. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't have it in my top three. Gunnar, Trooper Manelli for you. Yeah, well, after I completely stuffed this price up last <laughs> week and it was well-backed and a, and a big <laughs> loss for us, um, hopefully... Yeah, this time it could make some money for us. Hunter um, seems to be the man on the on the books this Saturday night as well, so uh, tell the, me does it again. The, the <laughs> punters will love its stats from box one, but I, I probably want to see a dog that consistently go deeper under the 30-second mark than, than what, what this does. Uh, as Simon said, yeah, I don't, don't expect it to um, be as close to the front this week. Great stuff. Now, Skrills, strike a lot, had a swag of seconds, and then obviously came out and, and busted out that, that win uh, last start. $4 chance in the in the Perth Cup. Where do you stand with this one? Yep, I thought I marked it $4 uh, as well. It You know, again, it meets uphill Jill. It's, um, it's, it's, we talked about it last week. It, it just somehow always meets Jill in these Group 1 finals. They're, they're amazing dogs, these two. So um, she's drawn inside of Jill um, again. Um, so Jill just beat her in the, the Easter egg um, coming from wider out. Um, so she'll probably be right there with Jill again and it, it just depends who gets the better run. Um, but, yeah, I thought uh, I was slightly leaning to her to beat uh, Jill in this one. Um, I don't have Striker on top, but uh, she was my second pick. Gunner? Yeah, well, we, we all know where she's going to be early. She's a, a faultless beginner, uh, dynamite early speed. Uh, I, I don't have her on top, but she's she's in the top four and definitely a winning chance. Mm. Well, I wonder what the uh, 
the post-race chat at the bar between Brett Bravo and David you know, Gill was like, I mean, that was bloody Brett. Jesus, mate, you keep, you keep pinging me. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, between those two, because they've met so often in finals, if one had the wood over the other... Uh, they'd be clo- a lot close to being a $800,000 million yeah. prize money earner, but they're kind of taking like, money yeah. off each other at the moment. They'd be in different generations. Though, they yep. Yeah, it's Absolutely. a bit of a bit of McGill and <laughs> yeah. Warren going on here. <laughs> Definitely is. Uh, number three, boys, Hecton Bale from the uh, from the white white slot, not the wide slot. Um, $5 chance with us. Where do you stand? Yeah, I thought last week he was in the box he wanted, um, used it to perfection, um, was way too good for them. Uh I don't like his chances as much this week. Um, I've actually marked him longer than the $5. Um, I just think there'll be too much speed around him early. And in these group ones, you really want to be out in front, not um, trying to come from behind. So I um, I didn't have him in my top uh, four. Sorry, I had him fourth pick. Sorry. Yeah. Anything to add there, Gunnar? I think the two dogs that will shape this race early, uh, Alpha Giorgio and Come On Emmeline, I think uphill Jill will get in front of Giorgio early and then Giorgio will be looking for the rail, which could affect Hecton's run early. So I'd, I can't dismiss Hecton. I'm keeping him safe because because uh, he he does have such a huge finish that if he gets luck early, he'll definitely be able to run over the top of them. But you know, I just think Giorgio early might, might be leaning on him, trying to get down to the rail and it'll just leave the, the front runners too far ahead. Ripping stuff. Now we get to the favourite uphill Jill. More more ones in that form line than you can poke a stick at. Three dollars thirty for us. Um, obviously, a blistering winner in its uh, in its heat. Um, sort of left all but all behind it, behind her. her? Yep, behind oh, yes, her, her. yes. Um, you know, in the, in the lead up, three dollars thirty. Is that is that too short or is that juicy odd screw? Um, I've marked her a little longer. Um, she was my third pick. Um, but, yeah, I, I had it pretty much even with Strike a Light. Um, so I'll talk about my top pick later. But, um, yeah, she's a total professional and um, she won't let you down. She'll be thereabouts. Um, but, yeah, I just couldn't have her on top uh, from that draw. If she makes any mistake, I think it's race over for her. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I've marked her a little longer. Yeah, she's got the victory pickets going. Uh, <laughs> as we strike a light, we'll know where she'll be. Um, fault, faultless beginner doesn't have a huge amount of speed on, on either side of her and, and she'll be up making the most of it early. Well said, Gunnar. Now we get to the number five. I've got a little bit of theory that the, the number five just likes to throw the cat amongst the pigeons in these big races <laughs> and just either muck it up for the for a short price favourite or they can get the jump and... You know, go all the way themselves. Now, Alpha Giorgio, $31 chance. We'll start with you, Gunner, this time because you've mentioned Alpha Giorgio, you know, as we were speaking about Hecton Bale. Can Alpha Giorgio do something cheeky here or is it, is it just not up to the class? Yeah, I don't think it's up, up to this field, to be honest. It, uh, it was a really good run home last week. It, it's not something that's really been in the dog's profile previously to run down a front leader. I, I thought... Uh, Vanderwarp was was going to lead the whole way home there, and at Georgia it came out of the pack and and put in a, a blinding run to get there. But the the time once again, and just in a field like this, oh, I just don't give it any chance. But I think it it as I said earlier, I think it can shape the race early. Screw. Uh, yeah, this I I gave no hope to really. Um, I thought from that box it's going to be way too hard in this field. So. Um, yeah, moving on from there, I don't. I just can't see Giorgio doing it. Very good. Now we get to we'll, we'll do six and seven in sort of in one go. Come on, Emma Lyon and Black Bombshell. Two, 
two other sort of outsiders, obviously both winning last start. So they've proven that, you know, they can they can they can run a bloody good race. Um, come on, Emmeline at ten bucks and Black Bombshell at twenty three. Do you give give them any chance, boys? Well, come on, Emmeline is going to be up near the lead early, given her speed. So you can never ride off dogs that that are going to be up near near the uh, near the pace. But I just think all things being equal, that um, if there's something else up there early, then I don't think you can run off the sectional to hold them off. Uh, yeah, she's a bit hit and miss for me. Uh, like she's not like a Jill or striker that's going to nail the start. Um, and I'm tipping that she misses it, finds trouble, drops back through the pack. So I couldn't give her any sh- any shot. And um, the seven, who I've forgotten, Black, Black Bombshell, Bombshell. Sorry, um, absolutely none uh, for me. Uh, he was. I had him um, marked 100 to one, basically. So yeah, ruthless rank, rank unders for the 23. <laughs> then. If that's not a reason to, to not get on it, I don't know what is. <laughs> um, boys, now this is a big one. Number eight, Westland Orgy was unbelievable. In the uh, in the heats last week. Now, can this dog go and uh, go and get that uh, that Group One um, Perth Cup in front of the home crowd? Oh, and if he can, you know, will he do it easily? Uh, not not easily. I don't think this is a this is a red hot field. Uh, it can definitely win. Absolutely no doubt that it can win. Uh, I I didn't have it leading clearly on on my speed map. It, it is going to have a few underneath it that could beat it to the winning post. I'm I'm certainly not riding it off, but uh, I'll be tipping something close to the rail. Uh, but I'll, if anyone listened to last week's podcast, I'll have my West on Augie supporter flag out, waving it profusely. <laughs> um, and there's no doubt that it, that it is a Group 1 dog, whether it's this one or not. We'll have to wait and see. Screw up. Uh, I really like where it's drawn. Um, I'm tipping it on top and I've got it marked close to even. So Ooh. I think it'll um, it'll yeah fly down the outside like it did in its heat and it'll run the time required to win it. Um, yeah, I just think it, it's drawn where it wants to. So, yeah, uh, go on the Prince of the West. Absolutely. Well, you, you know, it's currently $3.40 chance, you know, and you think it could go somewhere near, you know, near the red or the $2 mark. So that's a that's a real reason to, to get on. So judging by that, it sounds like your best for the for the Perth Cup is uh, Weston Augie and, and you as well there, Gunnar? Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to tip Jill. Uh, so uphill Jill for me. Uh, yeah, certainly not dismissing Weston Augie, but I just like where – Jill's drawn, drawn. I like the map for her, and I think she'll win again. Oh yeah, well for me, obviously after watching last week, I'm going to get on Western Orgy. I think that was that was too good, boys. <laughs> just just wanted to mention a little stat. Four of the starting field, obviously uh, by you know Champion Sire Fernando Bale. I mean, geez, you'd be happy if you were Fernando Bale, aren't you? Just unbelievable. Um, yeah, I know Westy, the stud master. I'm sure he'll be putting prices up. He's a good salesman, so he let's get him on. It's just been podcast. Yeah, it's just been. <laughs> Ask him how he does it. It's just been unbelievable <laughs> what he's produced. Like yeah. everyone, you know, saw what he did on the track, and then doesn't always translate into the breeding barn. Um, he's he's got really good bitches early on, so that helps. But he hasn't put a foot wrong. Like mm. he's improving um, the the breed all the time. So. And this this one, West on Augie, it it races very similar to Fernando. It's similar size, um, great early speed, but very strong at the end as well. So, um, yeah, go on, West on. 
And he's well, producing over all sorts of distances, isn't he? It, absolutely. It, well, for those that don't know, Rip and Sam is um, side by Fernando as well. So there, there's not too many sides that early on that can produce the quality over all the all the distance ranges that that he is. Remarkable. Off the top of your head, what what sort of prize money did Fernando Bale sort of rake in? Or well, he was the first accolades? to he was the first to a million dollars. Well, there yeah. you go. And, so and he got off, and his his career got off to a fairly slow start. He he basically did all that million dollars worth of damage in nine or eleven months or thereabouts. Yep. yep, freak, unreal, boys. We'll take a quick breather, then we'll come back with uh, Barking Man, our lay of the lay of the night, and uh, we'll come back with a few more court with a few one quaddy to uh, to to see us through the Saturday night at Cannington. You're listening to the Sportsbet Greyhound Racing Podcast, boys. We thought we'd add a little uh, little segment in this week. It's known as Barking Mad. Now, it's effectively <laughs> something that you guys just don't want to bar of. As we've got the two leading Sportsbet Greyhound traders here. Give us something at Cannington, all around the traps, if need be, that you just don't like, whether it be that Victorian Raider that we talked about last week or it's looking a bit heavy or... You just don't think it's up to the chop. What do you absolutely not want a bar of this Saturday night at Cainton or somewhere else if uh, that way? In the Perth Cup consolation, mm-hmm. race three, uh, box eight, max profit. Uh, looks a good lay of the of the night. Uh, it's got a lot of speed underneath it. It's a it's a quality field, and yeah, you know, I wouldn't want to be backing it in uh, in this particular field from out wide. And screw. I've actually gone in the same race. Um, I would like to lay Manjagudup basically for its name, um, <laughs> but also because I just don't think it'll win. Um, as Gunnar said, it's a very good field, um, and I, I thought it was a bit disappointing in its heat, um, to be honest. So, um, look, yeah, I think it's gone off the boil a bit, and I'm keen to lay it. Well, we predicted that last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. So I'm sticking with it. It's uh, it's my lay of the day. Very good stuff. So just to recap, we've got – we're in race three. Yep. You're going with uh, – Manjagudup, Gurat. Yep. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. for, for those that don't know, it's yeah. the indigenous name for Mandra, apparently. Oh, there, there you go. go. Bit of history by yeah, Gunner. Great stuff. And, and, and Gunner, you're going with Max Profit. Boys, I've got to ask a question. Where Max actually is Cairns in, in relation to Perth? How, how far out? Um, Do you remember it there from your escapades, <laughs> mate? I'll check the Uber map. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, it's about um, half an hour's drive oh, okay. or, or thereabouts. It's, it's not, drop, it's not too far away. out of Perth. Mandura is, is, um, is a bit further. Yeah, stuff. and then Northern even. You know, yeah, that's yeah, even further. Again. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably rather be going down to Mantua <laughs> than Northern, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Lads, got the quaddy. Last week we got them. Now, they didn't pay much, but we still got them nonetheless. Yeah, Gunnar um, Gunna got the – well, he, he had less combos, so he, he can um, have that win. But, yeah, it was a pretty – it was um, pretty tough to yeah. make any money yeah, on, I'm the, not, on the quaddy. I'm not stapling that ticket up <laughs> to the Hall of Fame. Well, it, it is hard to get those greyhound quaddies. I, I sort of mentioned off air that, <laughs> you know, I once had a crack at a greyhound big six and I got all the way to the last leg. I had a fifty pop at the Meadows on a Saturday night. I was a young 18-year-old little tacker and – I can't imagine it that you're ever little, mate. Oh, mate. <laughs> it pinged out the gates of 525 there at the Meadows and it was home and hose. It was going to be the biggest collect ever and then it just got nutted on the line. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. They're, they're my bloody little $5 big six. Just turned to absolutely nothing. But nonetheless, we're here to guide us through a quaddy and obviously big night of racing. The, the pools will be looking pretty juicy. So, boys, let's uh, let's go through the quaddy. Starting at race five. Five. So, yeah, first leg, uh, I've gone four, seven, and eight. That's um, in the Galaxy. Um, race six, 
have just taken two, one and five. Uh, third um, leg is the Perth Cup, and I've gone two and eight. And in the last leg, I've gone two, four and eight. So that's 36 combos. Beautiful. Got up. Uh, in the first leg, uh, race five, I've gone four, six and eight. In the second leg, I've gone one, five and eight. In the third leg, I've gone two, three, four, and eight. And in the last leg, I've gone one, four, and eight. <laughs> Very good bit of roll reversal there. Looks yeah. like Gunner playing the, the starting bat, whereas yep. uh, Screw trying to up the run rate. Very good stuff, guys. It's been a pleasure having you on. I mean... Big night of racing at Cannington, um, you know, the Galaxy and the Perth Cup. I'm very excited for it. Again, a late night for those at home watching. You know, you can afford to go out on the Saturday and come back and, and bunker down on the couch and, and enjoy it. But nonetheless, an absolute ripping night. It's been a pleasure having you on, boys. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Paddy. Thanks, Paddy. All the best to the punters for the weekend. Cheers, guys. And as, as always, punters, for those having a little crack, please do so within your means, gamble responsibly, and enjoy a ripping night of dish liquor racing on Saturday night. 